From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Glenn Kinman! And good morning. And for once, that introduction's right. That's yeah, because we are all. <laughs> I was here two weeks in a row, Bill. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, it's for the wild time. It was only so right for an hour last week. We should get Randy to cut another one that goes. It's the big and wild outdoors. Half of them are out in the woods. One poor sucker is sitting in the studio. Here is the show. Matter of fact, you slipped out last week, and and I think you did all right in the woods. Oh wait, that yeah, wasn't on Saturday. You did it on a Wednesday. No, 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 no. The picture that I showed you. Was from Wednesday. Yes, that was a Wednesday uh, game pick of that particular buck, and then Saturday. That's not what you it, wrote. It was yes, a it dead is. deer. It was a dead deer laying in the picture and said on Wednesday. No, you uh, said. Uh, I, is this wait the a same minute. Is, is this the same deer? Wait a in the, minute. You showed me in the picture. Yeah, I said yeah. That this wait picture was on Wednesday. A minute. You mean to tell me? That you use a trail camera and an unfair advantage to take <gasps> that deer. And, no. and knew when you know to what go. I have to say to you that right he here. Knew no. exactly Don't leave me hanging. No, go. that's all right. You're going to be hanging. Don't leave me hanging. I, was was I want a high five. I'm congratulating you. you. That's fine. <laughs> but welcome, the picture welcome, of the deer welcome that to the I shared with Braden. Welcome to the dark side. No. The picture that I shared with Braden was at camera or stand four. Yes. Uh, which is. You shot him Close with to where five. Bill where Bill hunts, and then uh, where I took the deer was at my stand. We call it number five, That's which it. is at the dead end of Pig Alley. Did I call it? Did I call it? I called it. What's that? I said you said I got him on a picture at stand four. You shot him at stand five. Yeah, but five actually comes before. Four your Honor, I'd like to. Woods. Your Honor, I'd like to introduce uh, this segment uh, into a record, please. Almost home, fixing to start cleaning. Two pictures of a deer, one in a sled. Jonathan retorts with, hey, when did Ginger grow antlers? Congratulations, bud. Because he said he was going home to help Ginger, remember? I did, and she says, Uh we're good, you can go. And I go, is that the one that was on the trail cam? And you go, yes, on stand four, I shot him at stand five. That picture was from Wednesday. I go, what Wednesday? And it was Saturday that that we were conversing. And and he said that picture being the one from the trail camera. He didn't allude to that. Yes, that was your question. The picture, I said... Uh, Read what you wrote. Yeah, Bill's but, got it, too, on his... I looked at it this way. I said, what Wednesday? Yeah, yeah what you Wednesday? looked at it wrong. <laughs> no, I didn't look at it wrong. Did you assume? You meant it differently. <laughs> I assumed. I assumed. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. The, what's the A? So does that mean that we're allowed to post the picture now on our Facebook page? Because you know I won't do that unless you, uh, you say I, yes. I really don't care. I just was sharing it with you guys because I was able to get out of here. Because we had some guests coming, and of course I left and went home. And yeah, to, what gin- I was, to Ginger. Yeah, and what I was going to do, she had already taken care of. Because oh, she so, yeah, didn't I'm, call and say, "I go, hey guys, I'm going to go out and go hunting." She stuff. done went and picked it all up, so it was all good. And then I said, like, "Well," and then of course I asked Courtney if she was going to go because you know she was off work that day as well, and she said it's going to be raining, and I'm not going to go. It's going to be really wet. So I said, well, it's going to quit raining, and I'm going to go. My my rule of thumb is if they ever say no, I win you anyway. go and you shoot what you can. Yep. Well, this and is actually a really nice buck. 
And I mean, uh, I, I it is the same one from the trail cam, and uh, he he looks better looking at you than he does from the side. I will say that. But he's a tall, wide, nice curl man. I mean, that's for a Florida buck. That's a good looking deer. Yeah, there was an eight point that uh, was in the same area, but it was coming from stand uh, two to five, and then uh, while I was in the stand the weekend before, I heard where somebody just wanted him double tap sheet. You know, I was like, what? Why does somebody do that anyway? So I figure if anybody has to do that, that's because they're a bad shot to start with, and they shouldn't be hunting. You mean like pow pow in a it hurry, was, or it was pow pow just that quick with a semi-auto? And really, so at that point when I heard that, I've heard somebody say that when they see a, a buck or might have jerked the trigger, they do that. And then about ten minutes after that, I heard a single shot go off, same gun caliper, in same location. So uh, I haven't seen the eight point since. So uh-huh. I'm just thinking that he was taken already. Well, I mean, did you do some with the old handy Devin the 760 pump action? Correct. 30 odd six. That's right. Well, well, that explains why you ass shot it. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, the the very next day, George George was hunting. <laughs> it didn't even pass through. I'm looking at one side, and uh, there's a little bit of red stuff there on the other side. It's nice and clean. Yeah. Whenever uh, uh, did you wash the deer? No, whenever I shot, because I was up about 30 feet, mm-hmm. and the angle that I shot, when I shot it, it came in just a little bit to, uh, behind the quarter shoulder area and hit the uh, shoulder bone. That's why it didn't pass through. It well, it blew the, sh- it just messed up the the bone. So he was walking towards you? No, he parked him. away. Oh, he was walking away? Yeah, I got so him on took the left an ar- side to the right. Huh? You took an archery shot on him. Yeah, that's all he gave me. Good so for you, man. I took it. Well, and the very next day, George had two bucks chasing a doe on the other side of a, a highway. Dean, do you want to see a picture of the deer that you're never going to shoot? <laughs> Not meaning that you won't shoot a deer, but I'm just saying you you're never going to shoot one, that he's one. Passed on, but <laughs> he gone. So what are you doing with him? Uh, European, mount, he's, European mount. Yeah, he's at Al's Wild Meat. And, of course, yes, I have that set up because I've seen a guy um, – and you, you've probably seen it before, but up in Illinois, a guy had a mountain. Of course, you get your tote and fill it with water and then just spray uh, paint into it mm-hmm. and make it. And then he dipped it into it. was pretty cool. So that I, I want to do that. There's a local guy around here that does the camouflage dipping and all yeah, that. But I don't want to do that. But I was interested in what I've seen of the, uh, the European mount up in Illinois. So I have an alligator that I'm fixing to get ready and uh, reset the teeth. And that the the deer head turns out good, and I'm going to do that to the gator head for Courtney and uh, put the teeth in afterwards, so they'll be white with the uh, with the colors around it. Sweet. So, hmm. so this is kind of an experimental thing, and either way, it's still a nice buck, and I was blessed with it. And uh, it's amazing what you do when you. I was reading some scripture there, and I'm thinking to myself, "Man, Lord, it'll be a nice day. It is a nice day. Thank you." And Man, if I get a deer, it'd be a, even a, a much sweeter and a blessing. And it wasn't even about 30, 40 minutes later, there he come. And I was like, okay. Well, I was happy when I went to, we, uh, me and the old man made a run up this week. We finally got power at the house seven weeks later um, after the storm went through. And like I said, I have a spot set up that is just basically a trough that I set up to try to feed the deer and help them get through this trying time after the storm went through. Their life is probably the best it's been now. It's and, all opened and, up. No. Yeah. No. 
they're walking around dazed and confused still. No. So it's uh, where's my tree that I used to live? Uh, where, yeah, no, where's my where's the acorn crop and everything else that I used to right eat? Right here where I can get to it. But they, uh, yeah, I don't think you want to eat any of them acorns right now. But I got a camera up and I finally got a picture of a rack deer or one of my younger racked deer that was on the property before the storm. So at least I know I got some seed stock left. So. You're talking about deer being seed stock? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. How'd your property turn out, Dean? My property turned out great because there isn't any. <laughs> His backyard, it's still fine. Oh, Trees man, there's, you there. should see the size of these squirrels. They are ridiculous. That's about it. He Hey, he's got two kids that'll help you with that problem. Oh, I, uh, no, I take care of the problem. I do. How do you do it? I'd rather not don't say. say. Don't say. <laughs> <laughs> he was setting you up. Well, when we come back, well, I guess... Uh, it's legal. It's all good. When we come back, I guess I'll give you what... Uh, I did bring in a couple of things for everybody this morning to is share with you. food-wise? Is it not nutty butter, is it? Or whatever that credit uh, there is. There's a couple coming? of uh, ham for the crazy people like ham. He really people. doesn't like those nutter butters. <laughs> I'm just not a peanut butter. Well, guy. they really want to eat them, but they just don't want to be seen eating them. So we are Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feed and Outdoors. Brandon Ford will be right Right back. Yeah, it would have been a good idea somewhere else. And welcome back, Big and Wild Outdoors. You're really missing all the fun in here, Bill. Uh, not really. Uh, it's a good thing you're not in here, buddy. That's you're missing the, all the fun on this side of the glass. Yeah, I'm sure. He's in there with two hot chicks, man. Are you kidding? We're in here smelling each other's uh, feet. Armpits, and you exactly. got them up in the air. Some Evercom. Yeah, exactly. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, Smokey. How are you today? Smokey! Smoke. Turn your radio down, Smokey. Smokey. Talk through the phone. Smokey. 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 Hi, how you doing? Hello. Hello. Yeah, buddy. You're on the air. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hello, you're on the air, Smokey. There. Hello. Hello. Undo the mute. Hello. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Hello. Yes, we can. <laughs> we can hear you. Hello. We hear you. He's going to be listening to the radio saying, I heard myself say hello 20 times. I know. And that's going to hello 20 times. Smokey, call back. Yeah, try that again. Swing and miss. But anyway. Polar bear. Try one more time and we'll see what we can do. Hey, uh, I know. I don't know. I, Getting on the uh, crazy side of the news this uh, week during hour number two, uh, we all probably heard the story about Were we the... not on the crazy side of the news? Well, you know, that's true. Uh, I'm sure we all heard about the convicted deer poacher who's been ordered to watch Bambi once a month. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, which I thought was actually kind of funny. And I thought, then I thought for a moment, and I was like, so what are they trying to say? Because if you Hunters remember... Well, if you remember, according to the uh, animal rights folks and those eating tasty animals, you got to remember that uh, the bad guy in the movie is the hunter. Yep. So you want me to watch a movie where me, the poacher, the bad guy, is well, being is portrayed the in the movie as the bad guy. So well, well, I don't understand. How is that going to uh, change his mind at all? When you know the ice skating scene with uh, with Thumper and Bambi skating across the frozen pond. I, what what is it going to make him change his mind about it? I, I think it's just a waste of time and uh, a publicity stunt, if you ask me, because he's literally 
He's got to. He's already been sentenced to 120 days in jail. And while he's in jail, once a month, once a month, while he's in jail, what are they going to do? Remove him from his cell and uh, uh, and take him into another room where he gets to watch Bambi for uh, whatever. What is that? An hour and thirty minutes, oh, and then go back a to TV his cell in there or something like that. Yeah, and but they the all other- get to sit down that movie time. <laughs> Once a month, everybody gets to watch Bambi. Well, I, I mean, think, what, what, Bambi's a rags to riches story, though, isn't it? I mean, after his mom gets shot, he becomes king of all the no, deer. So. That, well, that's true. At least at the end, he's kind of portrayed like the, uh, you he's know, the, the man. Hartford elk. If, yeah. if you really wanted to torture him, you would have to make everybody else in the prison watch it with him. Yeah, now, so, there you go. Now, you go. So they all are being punished because of him, and then they'll take it out on him. And you know what? Make him watch it when live PD, uh, when PD live comes on, when all the convicts want to watch it. <laughs> then that way they're like, man, dude, seriously, we got to watch your Bambi movie? Uh, like Again? Well, it's only for three, uh, four months, so he'll be all right. Well, he was one, of four, he was one of four other people who were actually caught in a multi-year poaching case where authorities say hundreds of deer were killed illegally. Uh, the deer were trophy bucks taken illegally, mostly at night for their heads, leaving the bodies and the deer to waste. So, uh, I bet you I, they didn't answer the survey. And as, a, <laughs> and as a fellow deer hunter, I hope they throw the book at him. I do, but, too. And I don't think throwing Bambi at him is really the way to do it. But it would say that he was sentenced to also 120 days in jail in a nearby county for a felony firearms uh, probation violation. So uh, Barry's father, uh, and, and we always ask how these guys get this way, uh, Mr. Barry's father, David Barry Sr., his brother Kyle Barry, were also arrested in August after a nine-month investigation that also involved cases in Kansas, Nebraska, and Canada. So these guys Ooh, were not just... Canada, they get your rear end. So, they, yeah, it's not just like they were out there shooting a couple of deer with a with a jack light. They were obviously... Traveling around to get it done. Nationwide. They must have been selling the antlers. I, I, I would assume so, uh, that they were uh, probably selling uh, trophy You would think heads. that. I don't. Well, that's all they, they were taking. Doing anything with the meat, they were cutting the heads you off. Would, so. You would think that, but I guarantee you there's some of these guys that they just get... Uh, it gives them jollies to say, "Oh yeah, look at this deer that I shot," and they just cut the head off and think, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm awesome." You know what though? I, there's a lot of, you know, if you if you walked into Cabela's or a Bass Pro or something like that, and you had this oh, there's a multi. It's a yeah. it's there's it's literally you could say it's a million dollar industry. Well, they would say, "Look, we'll give you five thousand dollars for the rights to make a mold of that and put it in all of our stores, exactly. and all that stuff." And you say, "And we'll okay. make as many replicas for you as you want." Sure, exactly. Yeah. And uh, so it, it could be a lucrative business uh, if it was done legally. I wonder how many of uh, those fifty one points they're going to make on that other deer from. Yeah, <laughs> last month. Oh, that thing was huge. I bet that guy's making some royalty. Uh, yes. Yeah. You know what? You know, in the old days, if a guy shot a deer like that, what was it? It was fifty-one. That was the official count, fifty-one point or something like that. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, you know, that's one of those deer where it takes you five hours to take all the pictures because you got to put your Tink sixty-nine down there. You got to put your rifle on there. You got to put your box of Hornadies right there. You got to get your picture taken with everything on there, and then submit it all to everybody and say, "Hey, look, man, I killed this deer with your stuff." Uh, I need free stuff for life. Yeah. And so uh, next thing you know. And a check. Then, and, and a check. A check or two. Yeah. So uh, Glenn did the worst thing he could actually possibly do on a Saturday. He pushed the call button, and it is Richard. Hi, Richard. 
Richard, can you hear us, Richard? Richard, I guess we're having. Hey, that's okay. You can't hear me anyway, can you? Yes, we can we hear Richard, you. We can hear you. Oh, he's having to wait though. Uh, <laughs> you know, he just big time. I, Richard I just gonna, big time does. I think we're gonna have to restart. Turn off, turn on type thing. Uh, sometimes our communications here. But anyways, continuing our dear conversation. Well, well if you if you were one of the callers, just give us a little while. We'll read it. Reset. Five minutes. It'll system. be back up. Yeah. Five, five minutes. Give but us my, five minutes. But back to what you were saying, the thing that makes me laugh sometimes is you see these guys that, and you're happy as you can be for them because you killed the deer of a lifetime. But it's just like you said, it looks like the post race at a NASCAR event because it's like, yeah, I got all of my, you know, Evercom, like we're saying Evercom, they've got Evercom products sitting all by the deer. They've got the ammo. They've got the rifle. They've got the, this, they've got the, that. I mean, and there's people that I know that even do it with, I've seen do it at the archery shop with like turkeys and big turkeys and stuff like that. They'll sit there and take a picture with a bow and it's like, I don't see a an arrow hole anywhere in that turkey. Mm, well, let, let me borrow that turkey real quick, Bill George. I want to get a quick picture of it. You know what it is? is uh, the, I remember the old hunting shows. This is what used to drive me crazy is that, you know, they go and they take a deer or something or whatever it is they were hunting and they'd sit down there and go, man, my Thompson contender 308-38 with a three by nine by 40 Nikon super buck master with BDC did the trick. I mean, they'd go through all the spot and that horny 365 grain, whatever. I mean, they would just be like, ah, dude, just, just be happy. You shot the deer. <laughs> Let's get past all the other stuff. I know you're trying to keep your sponsors happy, but uh, you know, uh, pays the bills. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, same thing with all the people on uh, Facebook posting their fish hold out and with the rods in the hand, constant hashtag, all that kind of stuff. Same thing. Well, hashtag is a little different. I mean, that's I, I could live with that or an ad if you're on Instagram or any of that stuff. But it was the the whole entire speech you would get to before you would actually see the deer. You know, one of those things. Well, I know that. Uh, we got to say kudos to the FWC, and I was talking to Bill George about this before the show was the story, of course, that was all over our local news and actually made it into national news was the uh, the gentleman who decided to lure the black bears uh, with dog food, donuts, pastries, peanut butter, and various areas throughout Baker, Flagler, Marion, and Union Counties. Uh, they would use uh, large packs of dogs to chase and maul the black bears and uh those guys have all been uh caught and uh we'll have to see how what the state of florida actually does to them but as bill pointed out he said pam bondy was not too kind oh no on uh these guys and you know there's stuff like that that just makes the hunters as a general look bad and that's not what, what we're just as outraged with the shark fishermen as we are with these people and what they're doing with the bears you know if they were just to chase the bears around, it wouldn't bother me. That's That puts a little bit of fear back into them. But when you start putting physical touching of the bear, eh. Well, the, the other thing is is that these brainiacs decided to put it all over Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and everywhere part. else. And, uh, uh, you know, the videos, they can actually, you can see uh, forcing the bears uh, into the uh, the dogs, dozens of dogs, and uh, you know how dogs are when it gets to you've seen them on hogs and everywhere else. They don't play, and uh, you know especially the kind of dogs they were using. Yeah, and uh, 
FWC had actually become aware of the uh, one of the bear killings by a group in Union County, and the FWC set up some personal game cameras to monitor uh, the activities and all that stuff. So after uh, all that kind of stuff, they, uh, they in trouble now. They in some big trouble, but uh, we'll talk a little more about it when we come back from break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford and our friends over at G5 Feed Outdoors, which, by the way, will be open tomorrow in case you need last-minute gifts. We'll be back. How do you know it's a Bigfoot? I say self-defense. I uh, It came to that point. Well, speaking of, I know during the uh, break, got, you were talking about uh, seeing a Bigfoot. Did you see the story that broke uh, last week? I was going to go. I wanted to finish the bear story. We okay, well, break. go ahead and finish your bear story. Jiminy Cricket. Well, they got I'm the- tired of hearing about the bears, but go ahead. I, I- this I have to tell you about the bears because there's only like two in the state of Florida, and so, they just got taken out. And uh, you know these guys were and they hurt. mauled half of them. Yeah, and these guys mauled the other other four that were used to be around. So until they got on a train and <clears throat> headed up to the mm, Smoky Mountains or something, you saw the safe. charges that they they put against them, right? Well, yeah, because uh, these now. But what gets me is these people were from all over the place. How did this group even get together? You got this guy Christopher that was from uh, Ormond Beach, and then you got William who was from Millborough, and then Mark who was from Moultrie, uh, Georgia, and then Dusty, uh, Dustin, and Haley. Uh, I guess they're uh, they have the same last name. I don't know if they're married, brother and sister, or whatever. But uh, they're from Lake Butler, and then you had Charles and Hannah. Uh, with the same last name, probably married from Callahan, uh, Florida. And then you had uh, Troy and William. Callahan, C-A-L-L-A-H-A-N. And then uh, Troy and William, they were both from Lake Butler, uh, Florida. Hey, you know what I got to say to that? First rule fight club. (laughs) Nobody talks about fight club. Yeah, well, these idiots... These guys decided to put it on Facebook, Instagram, yeah, I mean, and Snapchat, a, but uh, their charges are There you go. They broke the first rule of Fight Club. All nine defendants face a various uh, number of charges, as the FWC usually doesn't let any stone be unturned when they're charging with other Oh, yeah, things. you got some outstanding parking tickets. We're going to throw them in there, too. Dude, I mean, they got uh, animal cruelty, animal fighting, or and baiting, conspiracy to commit racketeering, littering, Man, unlawful taking of... Unlawful taking of black bears and the unlawful use of a two-way communication device. Isn't that uh, the conspiracy of racketeering? Isn't that what they use to charge like mobsters? And exactly. Stuff like that. What? What? It, how does that have anything to do with this? Because they're gallbladder. Is it because they're a group or something? Uh, it, probably. And then it's somebody actually did uh, maybe sold put, parts, sold uh, some parts, a skull or a gallbladder mm. or something like that. Then, then they can get them for. Uh, what interstate? Uh, what racketeering? Or what's the, the, it, the thing? Is this our wildlife laws, or I shouldn't say laws? Our penalties for wildlife violations are very low. When you start putting in some of that other stuff, then it gets some teeth to it. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> Florida has been like as Jonathan Bear pointed teeth. out. As Jonathan pointed out, you pull that kind of stuff up in Canada. And they they make, will find, come and find you. Yeah, they'll put you in some sort of Canadian gulag where they only serve well, you. Well, uh, I won't name any names, but let me just say this. I know of an instance where someone, which the guy was, com- now, then of course, after the fact, they found out the guy was completely legal. Everything's cool. Everything was all that. 
But at one point, they thought that he had shot a deer illegally over three or four years ago, and they still came after the dude. Don't you remember the the big story where the guy uh, was, I mean, losing everything? Uh, He shot a bear and um, thought it was a grizzly bear, and when they shot it, they found out it was a hybrid between a grizzly and a polar bear. And so they tried to get him for shooting a polar bear, and then they tried to get yeah, him for that, shooting a grizzly bear, and then he had a bear tag, and then, then uh, I mean, it cost him a fortune, you know, yeah. and legal fees and everything else. And then they come back and go, oh, we've uh, decided that it's a hybrid, so there's, there'll be no charges, and uh, we're going to release the head and the pelt back to you. You and can then- have it. I'll be getting my uh, legal fees reimbursed as well. I, I would think level. so, but uh, yeah, they don't mess around. It's like when you go shoot a, uh, an elk in Colorado out of season; they don't play out there. You know that's that's part of their. Or when uh, you shoot one, drag it off, don't like because you don't like it, and you shoot another one. Yeah, that doesn't work out very well. Uh, yeah, there's some places where that'll get you a butt whooping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, but uh, these guys and gals. Uh, that were involved in this thing throw the book at them they made national news and uh maybe maybe that'll let the state of florida kind of step it up a little bit i know as bill george pointed out pam bondi uh state's attorney was was really very animate about the the process and not very happy about it and i'm and she's one of those people who once she gets her teeth into something she's going to make sure that it goes all the way yes yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, but she's on her way out so maybe this would be a last hurrah. And, and, and see the girl, you the girl coming behind her is pretty uh, the, the, stout, too. It takes years. If you look back at some of the stuff we had many years ago with the alligator eggs and all that, racketeering, all that type of stuff was in there, that stuff still hasn't made it through the court systems. Wow. Seriously. It, it, it's incredible how long it takes. Well, it took a year just for the uh, fish incident that happened down there yeah. at the lake um, before that finally came to but, fruition. But the shark dragon, you know, another thing where somebody posted something on, on on Facebook and made all of us, you know, we didn't really approve of how that fish was, was, was treated, even if it was dead. But that still hasn't even made it all the way through the courts. It's hard to keep on getting it's dropped still lingering on that, too. And, What's that, Dean? Charges keep on getting dropped on that, too. Uh, a couple of them. I think there's only two of them now that are still being charged. Well, I think because one of them made a deal where he was going to testify against the other two or something. Well, it just keeps dragging on. Yeah. Well, it's going to be that. They hope people forget about it. Did you get it? Yeah. Oh. Just keeps dragging on. Get well, it? we're trying not to point light to that, but that's oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you had that big cheesy grin on there through the glass. It's kind of hard not to go, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah. Being Bill snarky. doesn't let anything slip by. Being snarky. Uh, also, a uh, rumor came out that uh, Disney planned on buying a thousand acres of land near a celebration. They've purchased uh, it for $23 million. And according to uh, Jeremy McGrady, who's uh, the court appointed receiver of the property, uh, they haven't decided on what they're really going to do with it, but there's a rumor floating around that they're going to build a big giant dome over the whole ginormous. 1,000 acres. Oh, so they finally no, are no, going to make biodome. I, I, I want to know. They're going to put a big giant dome over the 1,000 acres, and then they're, what they're going to do is they're going to take all the failed uh, Disney kids and do a real-life Hunger Games inside of there, <laughs> inside of the dome. I, what I'd, If they buy that much, what I'd like to see is whatever watershed goes and leaves there 
after they bought it, I want some couple years of testing that water. And when it starts coming out all polluted, 15 years from now, charge them for the pollution. Does blood, we'll, is blood considered a, we'll, a pollution? Because we'll when the Hunger Games them. happen inside yeah. the dome, it's I just gonna, thought they were going to do Biodome. Biodome? Yeah. No, nah, it wouldn't and be as much entertainment. Where's Where's you, all that water going to be moved to if it can't go down to the ground? I don't know, but they also, back in uh, 2015, if you remember, they purchased uh, 3,000 acres uh, over in Miralago, a uh, property with plans to restore the area. I love this. They planned on to restore the area back to the wetlands in exchange for permission from the state to develop 575 acres of wetland on Walt Disney World property over the next 30 years. So hmm. we'll go save that land, but if you let us tear up we'll this land. We'll pour more concrete in Orlando in that area. And, and you know what? And you know what really gets me and irks me about this is that when Mosaic does it, they're the bad guys. They oh, yeah. take they take it and they go out in there and it's better than it was when they first took it over because they take out all the invasive species, they take oh. out the pepper plants, they take out all the crud, so th- and then they plant it back to pristine forest or whatever it is before they did it. But yet Mosaic gets all kinds of grief for doing that. And, kind and of Disney stuff. will be say look like they're saving today. The they're t- saving twice as much as they they they're using, but yet what they're Developing is all going to go down the Kissimmee River chain, exactly. into Lake Okeechobee, and discharged out. Oh, yep. really? And then maybe <clears throat> mingle in with some red tide and help it to bloom a little bit, that yeah. kind of thing in the so long So we'll just run. call that Big Disney. Well, now, that's what gets me, is you go look at... Uh, <laughs> Big, Big Mickey. They already own everything. You Big look, Mickey. You go look at reclaimed mosaic land, and you would think okay. it was that way since the beginning of time. It is gorgeous. It's beautiful. The lakes what, are what's, crystal what's clear. What's Disney reclaiming? Uh, You're talking about the reclaimed mosaic. Yes, that's you what said I'm saying. Disney. Oh, I'm sorry, but you know mosaic. I mean, you go look at those lakes and those pristine fishing lakes and stuff they have there. And they have signs around them too, by the way. Oh yeah, no fishing. So you can't, you been, can't go in there. Been there. Used to work for them. <laughs> yeah, but they got uh, snipers you, on an outpost waiting for you. No, <laughs> that's at Disney. They have dark guns. Okay, <laughs> go go out there tromping around out on Disney property, trying to shoot some of the best Osceola in the state uh, with a twelve gauge, and see what happens to you. Oh gosh, yeah, it's going to be a bad day. You yeah. thought those bear guys the got bears it bad. used to walk around in my neighborhood? I lived ten minutes away from Disney at one point. They would walk around the neighborhood. Well, we got to take a quick break. We are Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Brandon Ford, don't forget, the Wicked Light will be giving it away next week. Call! 888 That's simple. We'll be right back. a quick segment big quick break and nobody ate the nutty bars well see i did I bring y'all something I this morning I just, because before we get oh, into geez. the top of the hour uh, you can notice that fancy There's wrapping paper i know we had to turn the air conditioner on <laughs> i went next door and they're watching videos of uh bigfoots and she's absolutely are we, convinced are we that's supposed Aaron's to open daughter that she's seen a bigfoot and it's on or she didn't but this video that she's got 
she's sold. There's no doubt in her mind that there's Bigfoots in the woods. Hey, uh, where's this crazy daughter of yours? Let's talk to her. Put some headphones on her. Let's see what she's got to say. I told her I seen a, that you seen a Bigfoot, but that's because that's he was looking at Jonathan. Now, uh, <laughs> no, no, it's, he's really a Bigfoot. I saw the video. Wait, now, wait a minute. What video is this that you and speak of? And she believes of? everything wanna, that she sees, too. So it's, it's, where, 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 you're talking about the one from like the 1960s or Patterson whatever it is? Gimlin. No, no. This is like, it's 2018. It's in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And this dude is like hunting. Don't ask me why I didn't shoot him because that's going to be the first question. Uh, he's hunting. And he takes this video, and there's like, it looks like a gorilla at first, but he's on his knees, and he's like picking something out of a hole, and then he stands up, and it's like eight foot tall, and it's crazy. And then that other guy just he just takes off because obviously he was scared because he didn't know what it was. Where did you find this this supposed video so that we may all enjoy it and partake in it and see if we can. Uh determine what it actually is so my dad actually sent it to me um but it's on youtube now because it's, it's called real or hoax man films skunk ape slash bigfoot in mississippi i think one of the the most convincing ones i think i ever saw or i should say the most convincing people that i saw witnesses was a father and son a young son and they were here in florida and they were down south i can't remember if it was down around Mayaka or somewhere it was a prairie. It was an open area where it was uh, like that needle that needle grass out there. And as they were driving, they looked over, and the kid actually was the one who said, Dad, what is that out there? Who's that guy? Or what is that out there? And he pulled over on the side and uh, immediately started filming. <clears throat> and as it got closer, the thing actually you know, saw them as they saw him, and then he started booking and going the other way. And uh, But if, there's really hardly ever any clear video that one was actually really good because it was in broad daylight and it was in an open field but the thing that got me is i said i don't know how many people are going to go to that length to hoax something where you go have you ever tried to run through needle grass you can say that but you know you look at patterson gimlin footage have you ever tried to run through needle grass yes or no through it plenty of times but no i'm do you have a size 20 something plus foot that looks like a pontoon on the bottom of your feet either but you can buy anything or get a casting of anything and just go stamp it in the woods but what's the point of that just so you watch that video and be totally convinced exactly (laughs) so people say and i can sell the many commercials on this here the video that's attached to youtube i start making money yeah the more shares it gets the more the money he makes. Absolutely. I no, just, that's, that is true. The more I, people that watch it, the more My money. thing is, though, is it's just like us sitting in here this morning. Glenn's looking at his cell camera. I can pull up my cell camera. You know, mm-hmm. the but I've trail, not seen one on my camera. HD. The trail. That. Well, the trail. Just use trail cameras as an example. There are trail mm-hmm. cameras. How many hundreds of thousands of trail cameras are there in probably how many hundreds of thousands of square miles of woods? sooner or later the one's gonna walk by it i mean i'm sorry we see jaguars in arizona now they can find those few jaguars that are out there but they can't out over the whole don't country. look at me through the glass like that over the whole country it's a tool okay it's a useful it. tool i i was thinking how many trail cameras do you have uh well <laughs> there's none left how many have i found or how no, many no. still have <laughs> All I could think of is you probably don't have one on a trail. You have feeder cameras. No, I've got trail <laughs> oh, cameras and feeder cameras, yes. But well, I, they're case in point. 
Okay, you're talking. He I guess uh, you're, you're talking. Bigfoots don't like corn. Well, but no, I'm saying that Bigfoot's put some cheese Bigfoot's in that thing. <laughs> Bigfoots are hunters. I mean, apparently. So what are they? What are but they? He's surviving not a vegetarian. On? He doesn't want corn. Well, but what are they surviving we on? Would have found a dead body or something. Yeah, by now. I mean, I don't know. I think if you throw some McDonald French fries out of that water thing holes, every day, I got them on water. You got them on water holes. You've got them on everything. I mean. I I would I would agree that uh, one day someday Glenn's going to be sitting at work and his little phone is going to go off with an alert something in front of his trail cam and uh, Bigfoot's uh, going to be posing Bigfoot like will be yeah he'll be doing the Vogue or something work right it, there on work the it but uh, you know <clears throat> Dean asked me about it during the break and I said you know I was in Gulf Hammock and uh, to this day I said you know I don't know what it is I saw I just know what I saw. It, and uh black bears walk on two feet but not as far as this not as far as this did and uh again like i said it was mirroring me and it was it, every time i stopped it would stop and then when it actually started walking towards me and then uh you know i'm shouting out names you know guys i was hunting with i said you know who are you you know what do you want you know i did the whole everything you would do that you would think and as Jonathan said, it got to a point where it was, uh, the bow was pulled back. <laughs> how, and how, how are we going to go, big boy? This is your the, choice now. The, the, the broadhead was on the end of it, and uh, I pulled it all the way back, and I had it, you know, not that far away, right, aimed right at him. And I was like, you know, the better angels said, you know, if this is some guy and I make a mistake, I've just murdered this dude. So the best yeah. thing for me to do is just to haul A, and that's what I did. I ran I down that road as fast as I could go. This past week, a story broke where a guy was setting up targets to do a little uh, practicing, and as he was walking around on this little piece of property, next thing you know, a truck pulls over on the side of the road and starts unloading on him. And then when he confronted a guy, the guy said he thought he was a Bigfoot, and he apologize for shooting at him but he thought he was a bigfoot so i'm telling you <laughs> i told you, you that right story thing. hey for i told you that story in confidence okay for everybody that is listening do not shoot at anything suspected to be a bigfoot now, now I'm, i'm gonna sit there and tell you that if i'm sitting up in a tree stand like you were last week and i'm 30 feet off the ground and this big uh hairy crater comes walking through uh my area there is that possibility where you, if you get a good look at it, you can look at it through your binoculars or you get a good look at it and you know that it's not uh, a human of any kind. It's just some the, guy but, in a different form of a clown suit, so therefore just don't do it. <laughs> right. I'm just saying for for some people, I mean, there's a show now called Hunting Bigfoot where yeah, these guys and, are out there. Don't take that as a credible source. Let me I'm not saying that. I'm <laughs> not, you posted it, what was it, how many millions of people were hunting today and no gun? Mass shooting was taking place. Right, right. you that's have that I'm, many people that's in the woods and they can't find a Bigfoot. There's something wrong. Well, you as know much what? as I would like to say, man, that the one would exist, the reality is that it doesn't happen. Uh, but you Not also there. have to remember, and Bill George, you can back it's me like up on this. A, a, a collusion. Bill, you can back me up on this if you just be quiet for a second. the <laughs> The fact is, is that ninety percent of most hunters that go out and use public lands, they don't go that far. They only go oh. about maybe 200 yards, 300 yards, maybe a quarter of a mile away from the truck. So it's not like they're getting in the deep, dark, nasty woods where if I was a creature of this magnitude, that's where I'd be. I'd be away from where so all here's those the thing. people do, 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 are. Do, 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 do. All right, Nelly, we got to move. They're going to have a controlled burn this coming week, so we got to get out of the forest before they flush us out. 
What? How, how come you don't see anything breaking across the road, a fire break where everything's getting burned up in mm-hmm. North Florida? And no, because no, they just no, walk no, down they, into the swamp and just wait for it to go well, by. They, well, and I can breathe California? through all this heavy smoke. Hey, or they run to the fire, as some animals do, and break through the other side as quickly as possible. And they lose all their hair. Well, so, what about California? <laughs> California's supposed. on fire, and California's got one of the biggest apparent, you know groupings of sightings of bigfoot i don't know and how we got on this topic but they don't live in the hollywood hills they don't live down in malibu it's not just hollywood if, and malibu, if you don't though. know how we got on it then you you're the one that, that started be that. No, i did not start that Actually, you did it was it was over there in your side of the cage it and it was funny that brayden had mentioned it because these guys were talking about it before i even went over there it was coincidental yeah it's all coincidental just like Bigfoot. If if you really want to know who started it, go back, listen to the podcast. I think it'll be up later on, and you tell us next week who did it. Can yeah. you hear us, Richard? Richard, are you back? How about it, Richard? Richard, I guess not. I did you, you, did you push there. that side? Yes, I pushed oh, this. Well, I heard Richard. Richard. Oh crap! I should. Okay. Yeah. Once you start cussing at the radio and your phone, then now uh, you pretty much have to go. Yeah, when talking about sightings of Bigfoot. Yeah. Well, you know what? He spent a lot of time out. We know Richard's real. (laughs) He spent a lot of time. And now, you know what? But in the state of Florida, all I can tell you is I know what I, I know what I saw, but I didn't know what it is that I saw. So, and there are a lot of people out there that are like that who've been out in deep dark woods in Florida. And oh, anybody, I'm sitting right here to tell you there are things in the woods that I've seen at certain times and heard that I can't tell you what it was or what it is. I'm just, you know, I look at it this way. Glenn right now on his telephone has photographic evidence of a creature that's walking through the woods where it should not be. And if he actually told that story to a bunch of people who are not from here in Florida, they'd look at him and call him a liar. And they go, then I'm, out contacted here, by Discovery Channel. I'm out here in the middle of the woods. And there you go. Look right here on my trail cam. Is there's a, an alligator. Is Everybody believes there's alligator. alligators in the woods. Uh, you know, in the, in the middle of the woods. And Steve Austin has the greatest story ever. Her thought he was the biggest deer he'd ever seen coming through the woods. It's coming. Here it is. And there's like this 10-foot alligator loping through in the middle of Dixie County. 15 miles from All the right. nearest piece of water. Hurry up. We got to play Secret Santa when we get back. Oh. All right. We're going to take a break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. I'm breaking it forward. We'll be back.